from the streets of Cincinnati. Welcome to the jungle! I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopal. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the Cincinnati Bengals, who I have to give it to my boy Cap, put it perfectly before we started the show. Yesterday sucked. <laughs> now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,413 subscribers. That is awesome. And as always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, as always, and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, please do so. Go to Sports with Strawberry Ice on YouTube, hit the subscription button, hit the bell for notifications, and every time I go live, you'll be notified. And as always, we're doing exclusively in the YouTube chat. We're doing super chats. So if you like to support what I'm doing, or if you want to make sure that your comment gets read, Give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. Now I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave, and the Ice Cave is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, that was a tough loss yesterday, but we had an absolute blast at a scoreboard yesterday. Me and uh, there's a Royal Flush Terry. I didn't get Rob for some reason. Rob was not there for this picture yet, and then you can all see uh, the Hembo. He's in the background, and a couple other people. So that was us ha- hanging out. At the uh, not very good picture of me with my big fat gut, but that's okay. <laughs> Had a lot of fun at the at the scoreboard cheering the Bengals on, and it was a very frustrating game. <laughs> I just talking to to Cap before we start the show here, and like with over seven minutes left, we had a ten point lead, and we still lost. Anyway, let's get into this thing. Let's bring on Cap. What's going on, Cap? 
<laughs> Not I'm still mad. You know um, what? Yeah. I got I, I got to get this off my chest. I I, I realize some, some people have said, you know, oh, I look up to you and, you know, my kid watches you and I I am a flawed person. Um, I, I, I've i had a temper in my life and I don't always say the right things. So I apologize. I have got to get this off my chest, but NFL officiating. <laughs> there. <laughs> oh, I feel better. <laughs> I think you said it perfectly, Cap. We're, dude, we were just talking about that, and I'm like, I you 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 tweeted it out, reversed it, slowed it down, all that stuff a million times. What is Hilton supposed to do, man? I don't I don't understand how he's supposed to make a tackle when the guy lowers his head. He lowers his head to get lower because if he goes up over him, he's gonna he's not gonna be able to make the tackle. I mean, he's caught in football to get lower than the, the guy you're tackling. I mean, what's he supposed to do? <laughs> you know, and especially there, if if Mike Hilton's trying to wrap him up around the ankles and then let one of his buddies come in and hopefully punch the ball out, which I I bet. Is, is one of the reasons why he went so low. But look, you, you look at that, you look at the video, his upper body, his chest is touching his upper leg. Right. He is as parallel to the ground as he can get. It, you know, I made the joke, the only thing we can do is chop a couple of inches off it, of, you know, chop his feet off and he'll be a little lower. Right. Like, seriously. Yeah. I it, mean, it, it's yeah. a waste of time to even ask what he can do because I feel like, if we ask, well, what else can he do? It somehow justifies the call at all or, or gives NFL officiating a way to try to explain. No, it was a maliciously bad call. It was the incorrect call. It was the worst time possible. And it was after they've ignored similar calls like that that would have benefited us. One of them could have helped us score a touchdown. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's like you said too. Is, is the the refs have, have screwed the Bengals twice? I mean, and, and I'm talking about the 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 Rapids when they were able to kick that record breaking uh, field goal. Yep. The play clock ran out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Ravens Rapids should actually have another loss. <laughs> yeah. The, the play clock ran out. It, it's we, it's we might have one more win. They might have one more loss, and then the the narrative right now is completely different. Yeah, all right. I get there. Uh, cool. The great says, says here said that their lines are top five in the league. Well, it's honestly, it was the screens. That's what drove me nuts. We kept getting screened and screened, and then it's turned into the intermediate passes. And it looked, I, I'm not trying to go backwards, but it looked like a lot of the defense from last year where we had guys running wide open right over the middle of the field, and we'd get to them, and then we had missed tackles and it's just, I mean, but basically, but we had seven minutes left of the game. And we're up by 10 points. I mean, two play, it comes down to two plays. If Joe doesn't make that interception, which I mean, those great, you got to tip your cap to the Jets. It was a good play. The guy Lawson jumped up, tipped it, and tipped it to himself. And then that call, I mean, you, you took the ball away from us. I mean, you took our chances of doing anything. And like, like I said, Cap, before we even started the show, is I think they should be able to review that, or they should at least got together and talked about it or something. They that's talk what, about yep, that's what it is. Like, no. Yeah, the, the interview after, you know, everybody can read and it's it's been circulated now. And you know, they they basically said it was him and the, the head judge got together and had a very short conversation, and the offensive player was never talked about at all. Like every other call I see, the whole mm-hmm. group of them get together. No, right. no, 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 that wasn't they they didn't care, they didn't want to bring everybody together. Critical call at a critical point in the game that actually influenced the ending. Now it wasn't good enough for them. They're fine. They're yeah. Just call it. And the right. Bengals lost. That's fine. I mean, like I said, I'm not completely blaming everything on that. The Bengals did not play good enough to win period. I mean, that's the, all, Oh all, no, all. no, no. I will say they played well enough to win. They put, put the, okay. They played well enough to have a chance to win. They, dude, yes. Honestly, they should have blown them out. <laughs> I they said, have. absolutely. Well, I, I said, we're put 50 on them. We should have blown them out. But anyway, so, Look through Super Bowl history. And I, I was just curious because you know what? Great teams win ugly games. Mm-hmm. We deserve to be able to have that chance. 
The Ravens and the Lions. The, if you want to talk about not deserving, the Ravens did not deserve to beat the Lions. No. Not only did they not get a call against them to seal their fate, they got a call the complete opposite direction that should have never been called or, or not been called to give them the opportunity to kick that, that field goal. It right. should have never happened. The game should have been over. So not only did they – you know, we're complaining because we didn't get the opportunity. They should have never had the opportunity. Right. Opposite ends of the mm -hmm. spectrum. Right. And everybody's saying, well, you know, hey, the, the, the Ravens are going to the uh, playoffs again and, and so on and so forth. Of course, they're all in our mentions looking for Bengals fans because they need the Jets <laughs> to help them feel better about themselves. Right. But I, I looked at uh, Super Bowl teams, 2020 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, what was it? Chicago Bears. They lost. Uh, oh, the Buccaneers 20, last year. They had lots of bad losses last. 20, the 20 to 19. Yeah. Against the Chicago Bears, Super Bowl champions lost mm -hmm. to the Chicago Bears 2019, and the Bears won eight and eight. Uh, we've got the Chiefs in 2019. Who uh, who did I look at? Uh, was it the Colts? Uh, yeah, the Colts. They lost to the Colts 19-13. Uh, to 13. The, the high-powered Chiefs offense scored 13 points against the Colts, who were 7-9. and nine. I was going to quote a great uh, comment here. Give you a $5 Super Chats. I appreciate that. He said, the worst part about the Hilton call, the ref said, I don't need to explain tackling. He also said the call was on the defense and couldn't be argued. Yeah, it, bullshit. It can be argued because the guy lowered his helmet first. I mean, that's just that's plain and simple. That's the way it is. And my, my my question is, how? What is he supposed to do? That that's the thing. Is okay. You did this. You hit him in the head. Okay. How is he supposed to make this tackle without doing I, that? So you can't. I, I, I'm going to be a stickler here because words matter. Mike Hilton did not hit him in the head. He hit Mike Hilton in the head. Yeah. Mike Hilton. Watch the video. Mike Hilton was already low. Right. The offensive player's head was well above Mike Hilton's. Mike Hilton dropped even further. I drew arrows to show the, the dip. Mike Hilton dropped even further. He went as low as he could go. He was already, he had the position established. Right. The Jets player came down and lowered his helmet to initiate contact with Mike Hilton, who was already established as the low man. That is a penalty on the offense. Mike Hilton didn't hit him in the head. He hit Mike Hilton. Right. Uh, Dean McDowell says, come on, Cap. Uh, I think he means bad call. But uh, allowing the Jets to score 34. Saw a stat today that the Bengals' defense were on the field for 20-plus more snaps than the Jets' defense, who had been uh, gassed, by the way, thoughts on play calling. I mean, well, one of the reasons they were out there, because we scored too damn fast. I mean, I'll put it to you that way. That's one of the reasons that that when we did, you know, when we had the ball, we didn't have it for very long. We either scored or we, you know, punted it back to them. Yeah, uh, we, we couldn't uh, sustain drives. But so the the reason is, and going back to the the Super Bowl winners, we are allowed to win ugly. We can have a bad day, and we still deserve to win because it. The hell, the Ravens again, the Ravens and Lions. The Ravens did not have a call go against them late to take that away from them. They had a call actually go in their favor to give them the opportunity when they didn't deserve it. I'm not asking for freebies like that. I want just plain fair. And we didn't get it. 2018, Patriots, Super Bowl champs. They got absolutely boat raced by the Jacksonville Jaguars, 31 to 20. The Jags were 5 and 11. And then they followed it up with a 26 to 10 loss against the Lions. New England Patriots won the Super Bowl that year. You know, hey, teams are going to, Super Bowl champions are going to have ugly games. Hey, in no means does this mean that the season is over or right. We got a long ways to go. Right. We got the clowns coming up. It, it's a bump in the road. It sucked, but it is what it is. All right. Dustin here says for a $5 super chat cap, I was a, I, this, Right, I'll just go this way. This was the first really good O-line we played against this year, and it showed. The running backs both averaged over five yards per carry. Concerning for me. Um, 
it's, but the, I, we were still. I mean, you can still say that, but we were still in position to win the game. I mean, I don't, I don't think to, it was, the running backs weren't the big thing for me. It was more of the open wide receivers in the middle of the field. That was more the concerning thing to me. Uh, what's your thoughts, Cap? Yeah, I agree. And and their offensive line. So Pro Football Focus has them ranked uh, 16th right now, which is decent. Um, I, I I worry about the amount of pressure that we didn't get against them. I did see Trey get mugged. He's been getting mugged all, all season long. Uh, there were a couple of plays he got mugged. But I feel like we should have sent more pressure more often. You know, they, we were relying on the three and four guys to generate pressure and they have been able to do that against other offensive lines for some reason it wasn't working uh against the jets so guess what switch it up send somebody i i don't know that they did that enough again i'm not a defensive coordinator uh i would never every time to me so every time we we started feeling we got pressure it was a screen almost every time every every time we got any kind of pressure like we blitzed them they call it a screen like it just they they had the the play calls to to and block really well to 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 defer that you know and and we talked about this before the show started the jets played out of their mind i mean oh, yeah. this is the best game by far the jets have played probably in 3 years <laughs> if they can do that every game their season's going to turn around i guarantee it so credit to them, but at the same time, you know, even even uh, talking about going against a line, we just weren't tackling like we normally do. Yeah, we guys were, were not in position. Guys were out of position trying to, you know, grab, a, a, you know, just hand on a jersey. So many people are going to run through an arm tackle in the NFL. You know, we were not swarming to the ball like we normally have been every other game. And I don't think anyone's going to admit that they might have overlooked the Jets. But oh, yeah. I said it before. I hope. I over. I mean, I overlooked them. I mean, I, I'll put my hand up. But I'm, yeah. I'm just a fan. I mean, they're, no, they're not, they're not supposed to. I thought we were going to yeah. put fifty. I thought this was going to be a nice, easy game. And Orange Arrow here says fifteen missed tackles is why we lost, not play calling. Yeah, I don't think anybody's. If anybody says it's play calling, you didn't watch the game. It wasn't play calling. It was we. Our defense did not stop them. <laughs> <laughs> we made their quarterback look like a pro bowler and, and we couldn't tackle anybody. And like I said, the defense, I mean, I hate to say it, it looked like last year's. That's exactly what drove me nuts about last year's defense. And that's what it was last year. We had guys running wide open. And then when we got to him, we couldn't tackle him. Andrew here says, what happened to Logan Wilson? He was graded out with the worst PFF scores of his career. Will he get this fixed? Yes, he will. I think. Yeah. <laughs> was it him or play calling? I don't. Again, I don't think it was play calling. I, it, look, if the guys are there to make the tackles and they don't make the damn tackle, that's not play calling. I still would have liked to seen when when they were picking our zone apart, just dinking and dunking the whole way down the field. I would have liked to seen him go back to man, mm-hmm. uh, maybe earlier. Right. But you know, I, I don't. I don't profess to be an expert. So I just watching that, that was something that I noted and wondered, it's like, okay, this is taking uh Ben don't break a little too far uh, yeah. bending, and then actually some breaking. So yeah, let's, yeah let's they, 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 they broke us. Uh, yep. Jeffrey here says the worst call of the game was the fourth and goal and going for it instead of the field goal. No, no, I, I don't. I, I like that aggressiveness. I mean, the, yeah. the, the problem is he, he Burrow got sacked. <laughs> you know, Quentin Spain got beat. That's the problem. I like the call. I will never, I will never be, unless it's fourth and like 13. Yeah, you, you know, don't go for it. But that was, it was the beginning of the game. It was fourth and goal. Go for it. You, you get in there and, and you score on that. And you go up by what, a, a touchdown or well, two touchdowns then, I think it would have been. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't. I don't think that was bad. I mean, no. it's aggressive. I, I like aggressiveness. I, I, we said this on the show before. I could not stand. I got tired of Marvin Lewis never going for it. And I'll take Zach Taylor going for it. And when you take Zach Taylor going for it, you gotta, you gotta take the good with the bad. You gotta take sometimes where it ain't going to work. And that's, that's that time. It just didn't work. I mean, Quentin well, Spain why, got why beat. Blank. Uh, hmm? Who, uh, who went for it uh, four times yesterday? Everybody's applauding him. Now, granted, I think they were three of four, you know, in, in going right. for it down there. Uh, but 
honestly, people too often look at if it fails, it was a horrible call. Mm -hmm. If it works, they don't think about it. it. It doesn't even register or it was a good call. And that's that's not how it works. You know, the call is the call. Execution matters. And I think if uh, if we were to look at most of the uh, analytical models, they would say that was the right call for that fourth down. Andrew here says the Brown, excuse me, the clowns matchup is concerning for me. The tre trenches matchup don't, don't look good. I really hope we get some pass rush help, which uh, we got. This is the trade deadline within 24 hours. We'll see if they do anything. Um, yeah, I will. I will say this: the the, the clowns' offensive and defensive line do, does concern me. They are they are very very good, and we definitely got to play better. If we play like we did yesterday, we're going to lose to the clowns. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. They're gonna they're gonna beat us if, if we play like that. But again, I mean, it's I'll put it to you this way too. And it's a, it's still a young team, you know. And I, like you said, how many how many Super Bowl champions had a dud, you know, during the season? It's going to happen. Yep. It's just. It just happened to happen yesterday. And the thing is, we, we still only lost, what was the score, 34-31. I mean, we still barely lost. <laughs> we, you know, I mean, like I said, if 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 you really want to look at how the game, if you could switch two different plays in the game, if you could not have Joe Burrow throw an interception there where he got, or, uh, lost and tipped it and, and uh, recovered it and not have the, the unnecessary roughness call Mike Hilton, and those two are reversed, we're going down scoring in this game and we win the game and, and everybody changes, you know, they're like, it, cause a lot of guys were saying that at, we're watching the game at scoreboard. It was like, we're watching the UC game again. Cause we're like waiting for them to turn it on, waiting for them to blow, blow them out. And they never did, but I'd never thought we were going to lose the game. I never thought the game was out of hand. I mean, like I said, we're up by 10 yeah. points with over seven minutes left to go in the game. So, I mean, it wasn't like, the, I mean, it's not like, yes, we gave up 400 some yards to a you know first starting quarterback. But it's not like they they blew us out, you know. We were still there. We were leading most of the game. It just came that, and just like every other game, no matter how good or bad you play, it comes down to one or two plays. And to me, the one or two plays went the other way. I mean, we're, we didn't play good enough to win. Well, look, I take that. We played good enough to win, but we could have played better. We should have played better. I put it that yeah, way. Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah. people people will get on me for saying we played good enough to win. Because you know what? Other teams win ugly. Great teams win ugly. They win on the worst days. That's what makes them a great team. And we've, we, we put up 31 points. You know, yes, we, we gave up 34. But, hey, if Burrow doesn't have that pick late, mm -hmm. we're, we're putting up 34 at least. And they're not scoring. You know, we, we've, got, we've got that extra – it, it was a kill. That interception was a killer, and obviously yeah. the the referees interfering with the game at the end didn't exactly. even give us the opportunity. I have complete confidence that, that Joe would have taken them down the field. Oh, he's playing with. good, Joe. Joe yeah. I mean, he made some some excellent throws yesterday. Now I'll give props here to Terry. He was at the uh, the watch party with me yesterday. He said, as I told Ice yesterday, expect Cleveland. I think they're going to use to use the game plan against us that the Jets use. There will be screen slants galore. Yeah, and that's all the Jets did. And hopefully Lou will scheme something up and we'll be in better position to not have these guys wide open. Well, think about how, think about the screens that Green Bay ran. Mm -hmm. That uh, it was – I feel like it was either uh, Cheeto or – Yeah, well, we made the tackles then. <laughs> um, I mean, cut yeah. through the blockers yeah. and just plastered the ball carrier. So it is absolutely possible – which again makes me think they. I really hope they overlooked them. Again, they won't admit it. No. It is they, a they, horrible they, cap. They obviously did. They, they, no matter what they they're say, saying they didn't. I, I know they're saying they did. Well, I hope they're lying they because that is easy to fix. I yeah. can fix uh, somebody not being mentally prepared, not being in it, just you know doing the right things in practice, jogging, partying it up, having a good time. You know, you're 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 doing a little bit of film work, but not really. Maybe you go out to eat an extra night during the week. <laughs> you know, you're like you're gonna roll, and then you get hit in the mouth, and you're just on the ropes the rest of the time. And and they were they were on the ropes the rest of the time. Um, I get it. I get it. It's a great lesson to learn this early. 
uh, it needs to never happen again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, there was an early comment on here I wanted to get to, and I'm, I it moved. Everybody makes comments, and then I mo- then I move something. Oh, here it is, Dustin, I think. And, and he goes, but we are breaking down trends, and I think in the back of our minds, if we want to admit it or not, the trench play was not there. The thing is. Our trench play, like our offensive line, I think our defense line front four has been awesome this year. I yes, they didn't play as good yesterday, and that, that's where I say we did not play as good as we can. You know, uh, so I think that what happened yesterday, and whether they want to admit it or not, they overlooked them. I think the way they played, the way they came out. I mean, Burrow did say they came out flat. I mean, I did hear him say that you're coming out flat. That means you overlooked them <laughs> to me. So yes, I, I think it's it, they're they were looking for like okay we got this we keep this game we win this game we're number one in the AFC we got a half a game on the on the Ratbirds we're up on everybody else yada yada we're rolling to the Browns they're human I'm we we were thinking that so I'm sure if we're thinking that why wouldn't they be thinking that so yeah exactly Jack uh, Jack saying the loss proved Bengals aren't the class of the AFC I disagree of course Jack's going to say that yeah Jack Jack's um, a, a again. Again, the Ravens got whooped basically by the Lions. So, yeah, you know what? You're going to have a bad game. Yeah. Now it's it's how we respond. If we come back and we hit the Browns in the mouth, then all's good. That game just disappears. Mm-hmm. Andrew says, "Can you guys give your thoughts on the Burrow pick? Seemed like it was a momentum shifter. Do you blame that pick on Burrow?" Ah. I I do. You, you have to. I mean, I, but I don't. But there's part of me. It's kind of like he could have pump faked it, I guess, and try to spin around him. Yeah. Yeah, he could have done something because the guy was right there. You know, so it's a design call. Like Zach said in his press conference, it's a design call. You fake the one side, you turn and you throw it. But Joe turned and saw the guy there. He probably should have pump faked it and tried to do something different try, instead of trying to throw over the guy, which obviously didn't work out. And yes, it was a, a big momentum switch for sure. If, if they're talking about that in the film room this week, then I, I guarantee you a hundred times out of a hundred, that play happens again. He either takes a sack, he pump fakes and takes a sack, or probably what's going to happen is he pump fakes, gets his guy in the air, like we saw happen to us. And I think it was against the Ravens, right? Didn't Lamar pump fake and catch one of our guys in the air? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, God. it happens all across the league. It is so hard in the moment to fight your instinct those defensive linemen are going to jump because they want that play that happened they'll jump a hundred percent i bet 99.9 i'm making up statistics but i bet 99.9 percent of the time they jump go back and look at film i guarantee you they jump so get him to jump and then sidestep him yeah, exactly. Or get him to jump, take off. If if, if do something, play, just don't yeah. throw it right at him. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> you know? if play breaks down because you took too long, you didn't get the ball out. Get him in the air and run, and then guess what? We we've, we've got another decision. Right. You know. All right. Rio Solid seventy seven says uh, they didn't overlook them. They were aware the other guys aren't starters in the NFL for nothing. They just got outplayed. Oh, they got outplayed. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, the Jets outplayed their ass off. That they, I mean, even Zach admitted it. He goes, they, they outplayed us. They outcoached us. I mean, everything they did yesterday worked. Not one single thing that they didn't do yesterday worked. So they outplayed us. They outcoached us. And just like sometimes, just it, things just don't go your way. And but the thing is, we were still three point uh, only three only lost by three points. That's it. And yep. Terry had a. I put up here earlier. What was that point? Yeah, there it is. Terry goes, all three losses, or all all three losses by three. All three losses came down to a third down play on defense. I'm trying to remember. I, I believe them. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if all three of them came down to, to that or not. But I thought that was a pretty good point. And, and Terry is, is one of my stack guys, so I, I, I trust him. He also said, I'm upset about the call, just like everyone else. But we can't overlook not getting two yards on fourth down against the Jets. Absolute crime. That's yeah. When we got the down there in the end zone, we should have got something out of that. I mean, beginning of the game, like I said, they started out flat. They did not move the ball like they had been. So it, it's you know, 
we can all keep talking about it, and it, it is what it is. I, I think they're all fixable issues. You know, I don't I don't think it's going to be something that's going to going to linger. Quote the Great says, "My issue is, or my issue with Burroughs' pick is that we ran that fake pitch every game, literally once a game. But I think it works more often than not. Yeah, and <laughs> so, and and it's there are variations of that play." And that's what they're doing. They've got a lot of similar looks with different outcomes. And that's what they're trying to do. They're, they're trying to keep it easy as far as the looks. And then the defense can't, can't really know, okay, maybe, maybe they would have ran a different play out of that same look and caught them. You know, but for the, right there, that look, you know, hey, other QBs, other winning QBs make that play. And, and we, we drafted Joe, number one overall. And I don't have any problem saying it because I know Joe is that dude. Right now, everybody's oh. talking about how many fourth quarter interceptions how, he has. How mad do you think he is right now? <laughs> oh, dude, he's furious. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here's the thing. You, you can't you, – we're, we're not mind readers. None of us are, and, and we all try to. And some of them are worse than others. I like it when people – see a, a dude in a football helmet like oh he's he's just rattled what <laughs> you, you can't even see his face but <laughs> joe burrow in in the presser he he said that he thought he played he played overall pretty well yeah you know knowing that interception is sitting there and and he just to me looked pissed Oh, he looked pissed on the, and, during the game. He's slamming his water bottle down, slamming his helmet down. He's mad. I yeah. can only imagine it's because he knows the oper- – he knows he had a touchdown to Jamar Chase that mm-hmm. was dropped. Yeah. He knows he had a touchdown to whatever happened with C.J. and uh, Boyd. Boyd, yeah. He knows he had – he knows he had Those two are... more touchdowns. And at that point – That's 14 right there. We start going up two, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Then suddenly the dink and dunk – has got to go out the playbook. Right. Because the game was close the entire time, they were able to stay true to their strategy. And I mean, right there, if you if you get the two touchdowns on, on those two, that's 14 points. Yep. I mean, counting the extra point, obviously. But I mean, so I, I don't think so is happy at all. Yeah. You know, he 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 said, you know, the guy made the play. He's not gonna sit here and say, Oh, well, next time I'm gonna pump fake. Okay, great. Now the defense has right. got that on tape, <laughs> that, and he's not yeah. going to say that. He's like the guy made a play, which yeah, he did. I can't say that I've never seen a defender jump, and I think he knows that. <laughs> but he's not going to come out and say that. Right. So if that's what he's thinking, he knows he's got a different way to play that next time. But his answer for his day, he's thinking about all the plays they left on the field where he had it. And it wasn't his fault. He's not going to call his guys out. No. But he knows it. So, yeah, he's pissed. I, I would hope he would pull everybody together and uh, at the end of practice, work, work on it a little bit more. You know, get them together, run through a couple of key plays a few more times and uh, make sure it's all buttoned up against the Browns. We're going to need it. Browns are, Browns are a tough team. Browns are at tough the same team, time, yeah. remember, we were a worse team last year. Mm-hmm. And we could have beaten them twice. Yes, we yes. All right, there's there uh, Rio Solid seventy seven. Yeah, Jer- yeah, Jack by Joe Burrow, the guy. He's young and still learning. Look how many touchdowns he's been throwing every game. Exactly, and that, that, yep, that's kind of my point. He's young. This team is young. They screwed up yesterday. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yep. They screwed up. I mean, they they had everything in front of them, and they screwed it up. I, this could be a, a good thing because you can see, all right, you had this right here. It was all right there for you. All you had to do is execute and do it. I don't think they're going to let that happen again. I don't think Joe Burrow's going to let that. I don't think Jamar Chase is going to let that happen. I mean, I just, I don't. Let's see here. Dustin Croft has, uh, that's two straight gains. Burrow has been around 60% completion uh, percentage. Pretty low for him considering he had the highest percentage in college football history. Something is off. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't, I don't think something is off with him. I feel like his pocket awareness was a little 
well, you know, just contradict myself. <laughs> it was a little <laughs> off uh, yesterday. That right. There were times where I, I didn't see him making the decisions that I thought he would have made based on what he's done previously. Um, there, there could be a lot of reasons for that. I, I don't think it's like a major thing that, that's off that, that's going to keep repeating. I think if anything, again, I've said it before, 2015, it wasn't that that Andy Dalton was on fire. It wasn't that the, the offensive line was playing out of its mind. For me, it was that every single one of the receivers knew where they needed to be at all times, and they ran phenomenal routes. It was the mm-hmm. second year that they were together with Hugh Jackson, and it was a finely tuned machine. I very rarely saw anything where I thought, oh, that, ra- that route looked rounded off or right. – you know, it, it all looked crisp and it worked because Andy had that trust. I don't think Andy trusted his receivers, even if he should have, for big chunks of his career in Cincinnati. And sometimes people made mistakes and you can see why he didn't trust them. He trusted them then. And we saw it yesterday. Jamar drops a touchdown. Right in his hands. Yeah. (laughs) but Tyler Boyd or CJ, you know, everybody's leaning toward Tyler Boyd. But, you know, whoever, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody made a mistake. Somebody made a mistake. One good thing, like Gitlow here, is T finally got a good game. Uh, T Higgins went off. So that that was nice to see. And that's where I was happy for him that he finally got the deep ball. I'm like, all right. I said, okay, all right, this is going to be T's game. He's going to, because Jamar isn't having the game. So T's going to go off today, which he did a little bit. I want to talk about T's comments because I didn't see it blow up. I saw it try to blow up. I saw a couple people comment, but uh, Ben Baby talked about T Higgins when, when they asked him and he said something to the effect of, you know, I just went out and executed a game plan. That's my job to do, you know, what, what the coach puts in the game plan and we just didn't execute well enough. Right. And I saw a couple people I knew People read into that, like Jamar saying, you know, I, I wish we'd take more deep shots. Right. That doesn't necessarily mean, listen, Zach or Brian or anyone in the organization, they're not saying, hey, this play, Jamar is going to be open deep. Don't <laughs> look his way. They're not <laughs> saying that. Right. Or we don't see all of our receivers on the screen all the time a.k.a. they're not running downfield. That doesn't happen. If if anything, uh, Burrow forced the ball to tee down the field once when he was completely covered. Maybe a better throw, maybe a better oh. back shoulder throw would have happened. But I, when T says that, maybe he has an issue with, with the, the game plan. But honestly, he's right. Well, Chase. that one that he caught that deep ball, that was if they replay, which it didn't matter, we scored a touchdown. But that was a touchdown. I mean, they took a, a touchdown away from T. Remember where he, he he made made the play and rolled into the end zone? He was never touched. That was should have been a touchdown for T, which I mean it didn't matter because we we scored anyway. Yeah. But. Yeah. I, I was wondering about that. I thought maybe, you know, it was weird. The announcers really didn't want to look into it. The they announcers really didn't want to look into anything, man. They're they, just like, they oh, there's one. Okay. oh, I got one. I got one because I, I watched this on the on the replay. The the first um the first trick play they did where the wide receiver uh passed the ball or whatever, they freaking oh, jumped man. off sides. All of us and we're sitting at the bar there at scoreboard going, Oh, they oh. jumped, they jumped, they jumped, and really nothing, nothing at all. And they didn't review it. The, the, the announcers didn't say anything. No, I'm like, it was blatant. Somebody freaking moved. I was oh, like, I gotta watch that now. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I because I, I, I forgot about it till I watched the watched the replay. I'm like, oh yeah, that was one where they absolutely I mean, I won't say they absolutely jumped, but somebody moved. <laughs> I'll put it that way, because I haven't got a chance to slow it down or anything like that. But it sure as heck looked like that that they jumped on that one. And it's not the one where they got the uh, two-point conversion. It was earlier in the game when they when they did it. Yep. And by the way, I looked up the uh, uh, fourth uh, down decision to go for it, mm-hmm. and the arrow is pointing, yes, it's a tiny, tiny, tiny plus, but it said, yes, go for it, was the right decision. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's analytics and, you know, so I, I like I said, I will, I will never be against Zach doing that because I – love the aggressiveness i want to be like that uh, you know we have marv lewis who would never do it and 
Again, I keep saying it. I'm not trying to bang on Marvin Lewis. I respect what he did. I was glad he was our coach for as long as he was, but I want a guy that's going to go for it. That's just, that's just me. All right. Terry says uh, the jets also really rarely blitzed because of Burroughs passing percentage against the blitz. Teams will now force the Bengals to manufacture long drives instead of allowing an explosive, uh, explosive plays for our offense. Which, yeah, they're going to, I say the NFL, they're going to figure out what you do good and what you do bad, and they're going to adjust to it. And then you, the thing is, the next move is they got to make, Bengals got to make an adjustment to that. And that's with the defense. Lou's got to make an adjustment with these screens and these, these mid level passes of Dinkin and Duncan and try to figure out how to get, uh, get those schemed up a little better, you know, man, dro- you know, drop linebackers or something. <laughs> Somebody's got to be there. Well, I think, uh, I think he's talking about uh, two, you know, the, the offense. Um, I, you know, they, they didn't really bring a lot of uh, a pressure to Joe. So that means our receivers have to get open and I get it. I, I this is where people might want to harp on play calling, which yeah, that's not it. If anything, you'd be talking about play design, you know, scheming guys open. Right. But that's that's not the thing. You don't draft wide receivers high. You don't sign guys to big contracts if all you're doing is scheming them open. Right. You know, then, then wide receivers are interchangeable. Right. You know, you ha- you expect <clears throat> your guys. Tyler Boyd has been a dominant uh, slot guy you know, number one for how many years he is expected to get open. T Higgins was, was getting open last year and is, is making plays again. Jamar chase seems like he can almost get open at any point that he wants. So if he's not open, he's just deciding not to, (laughs) I'm being facetious, but (laughs) these receivers, if they're going to let burrow stand there and they're only going to rush four, Right. Then Burroughs got to be able to pick them apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I think we were we were giving up a little too much pressure uh, with just four. Yeah. But I mean, he made some hell, he made some good throws with with pressure on him. Yes, I noticed that too. Um, oh yeah, Dustin. This was a concern. I know Andrew from PFF uh, put this out, but uh, Dustin's quoting here: Jesse Bates out of nine three qualifying players is a sixty one point four PFF grade, fifty third. Uh, you can read all the rest of it, but yeah, it's he's not according to PFF, he's not having as good of a year as he has. And I, I'm wondering if the I won't say pressure, I'm not gonna say pressure, just wanting to prove that he's the best safety in the league is it, it might be he might be playing too hard or something. I don't know, but I, I but hell, he almost had a he should have had a pick six yesterday if he could have made it to the end zone. So oh, I, don't yeah. think, I mean, I don't think Jesse's played bad at all. I mean, honestly, no. You know what? I, I think it just it's just what's happened. You know, I, I don't think uh, we've got to worry about Jesse. I think he'll he'll turn it back on. Um, there's a lot of reasons for, you know, a, a lower PFF grade than the normal right now. But uh, I don't think it's the contract stuff because and again, I, I see comments and, you know, somebody said like, well, Mike Brown doesn't value safeties. You know what? Mike Brown's not making a decision. You know, exactly. I, I, I have a hard time believing that everyone's involved that have, has been involved and then they go and they offer the sacrificial whatever to Mike Brown on his golf cart and, right. you know, chant whatever and lightning and weird music, <laughs> magical music happens. And he says, you know, up or down, you know, right. I That's- just... I, I gotta that bring was, this. That what a weird place. I, I don't <laughs> see that happening. Um, yeah, he'll probably give his input, and 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 they respect his input. But if they want Jesse Bates signed, and his agent isn't being, uh, where's my censor? Um, <laughs> then then they'll get him signed. But from from what I saw, from what I heard. The agent wants to see about that, that big that's, money. That's what Troy season. Blackburn told me outside of practice a couple weeks ago, that the agent wants yeah. to wait till the offseason. That's what Troy well, told well, me. Look, look at the agent. So. Uh, look at the agent's track record. That agent gets big contracts. Right. That is what that agent does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of these players get involved with their agent saying, well, you know, from, from what I've heard, you know, I'll take less or whatever, just get it done. Uh, Jesse Bates is letting his agent handle it. His right. agent is going to try 
to blow the last deal done out of the water. Exactly. I'm going to bring this one up here from uh, Rio. Uh, he said, that's why we need a good O-line. If they do, that means run the ball down their throats. Um, Didn't we do that last week against the Ratbirds to end the game, ran the ball down their throats? So I, this is where, and I'm not trying to call you out or anything, but this is where I, I, I have an issue with this. Because last week, I was saying the offensive line played great, which they did. The offensive line did not play as good this week. Is it a great offensive line? No. Are they getting better? Yes. So they can run the ball down their throats, and they have run the ball. They did it against the Ratbirds. So it just, I don't know. Bringing that stuff up just, it, I don't know, it bothers me because I'm like, all right, last week you're probably like, oh, which I don't know if you were or not. We had a really good offensive line. Now this week it's, it's bad. So I, it was a bad well, game all the way around. So, so not not that comment in particular, but it's funny because I'm already seeing people. I have seen comments that we're throwing the ball too much. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> I can't keep up. Right, I, and, it's, and it's, some of these people, I will go back and I'll search through timelines and see they're 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 flip flopping. Some right. of them. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have time to look up everybody, but. You know, I'm, and I'm not saying Rio is. I have no idea. Right, just, right, exactly. Just I'm, I'm just, just, this is another well, conversation. Just, yeah. Um. The the people that uh, you know interact with me a lot, I, I don't see them them doing that. But you know, if I get a weird comment from somebody like I've never seen, sure enough, usually somebody's flip flopping somewhere along the time. It's like. I can't, I can't be that fan. I can't constantly be switching. No. Like I yeah. know the perfect dial, you know, <laughs> no, no. They well, just got to execute. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing to me. They, they just, they, that's a perfect way to put it. They didn't execute enough yesterday. And the thing is they still damn near won the game. Yep. <laughs> you know, so they, like, they should have, they, they, they had won. the opportunity to win the game and it was ripped from their hands. All right. Uh, I see Terry here. Baker. Uh, I think it's about yeah, it's about uh, uh, up in Cleveland. Uh, Baker didn't look great or fully healthy against the Squealers. So if we can a few hits on him, it becomes a cha- Case Keenum show for Cleveland. I like those odds. I'd rather play Baker than I, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm kind of with you. I'm sorry. I'm kind of rather play Baker because again, we should have beaten Baker in Cincinnati. He, I mean, man, if, if you look at that last play, Darius Phillips was just inches from getting his fingertips on that ball. Mm-hmm. And honestly, uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to say anything about who. But if you look at the pressure that defensive line got on that play, I don't think everyone gave 100 percent. That's all I'm saying. And then some things happened after that. <laughs> um, I was I was a little upset with that overall play. You know, the game's on the line. Leave it all on the field. I don't think everybody did. And and he, he made a great throw, you know, give him credit. But, you know, a couple of calls go our way in that game. We win. Yeah. You know, and we were – we A couple plays here and there go our way. I mean, like I said, just the two touchdowns, We if those go our way, we win. We, we did not have the pass rush against mm. the Browns in that game. Mm. We have a pass rush. I don't care about the Jets. We have a pass rush now. So – We've got a better pass rush. We do have a better offensive line. And we've got Jamar Chase. So, you know what? We've just got to make better decisions with the football. We've got to catch when it's thrown to us. We've got to run the right routes. And tackle. Yeah, and tackle. (laughs) Tackle. Uh, He he always says silly comments. I I love reading them. He goes, I was so mad after yesterday's game. I did not hand out any Halloween candy. Just playing. I made my wife hand hand them out by herself <laughs> god i love and hate this team yeah that's kind of the way I, I was i was just more of i don't know about you cap but i was more just like how the hell did we lose this game <laughs> I, I, that's more i'm just like i cannot believe we lost i was just like we we had it and i'm like you, you want to know the whole time you want to know why i i try to stay positive or i talk about being positive because it Dude, my, my brain is a scary place, and uh, I really have to work not to be pulled down. Uh, man, I was bummed. Like, I, I wish I could have just just grabbed everybody in Houdé Nation, everybody we interact with, just go to a bar, drink and BS, you know, take over the bar. Hey, maybe I need my own bar in Cincy. 
and then we can play, you know, replays, with me. <laughs> yeah, re replays the games uh, on all the TVs where we won and just act like it didn't happen. Dude, I was so bummed. It, it's not my, it's not my job. It's not my paycheck. It's these, I mean, I can't imagine. Could you imagine getting your ass beat, you know, getting hit for how long mm -hmm. and losing a game that you knew you were feeling good. And then you knew, Oh, they've got it worse. Fans have it easy. They, they've got it. Worse. Oh yeah. Well, especially, especially ones who uh, go, well, one week you should have done this. And then the next week you should have done this and whatever, whatever they did. It, it, it the fan is always right. So I'm like, ah, uh. That dude, oh my ice! That dude moved. Left tackle moved. Yeah, that's so, thank on that you. two point conversion. That that yeah. left tackle moved early. Son of a gun! That's what I thought. I'm like, that's <laughs> we call we called it we called it live. We're all uh, me, me, Terry, and and Rob, and and uh, 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 Kieran. He he came too. We all all of a sudden like he moved. <laughs> like, and nobody's calling it. Anyway, uh, Gitlow said the tread deadline is tomorrow. I was saying we need to trade. Some of our negative fans for some positivity <laughs> by tomorrow. <laughs> uh, see, I, I, I'll tell you this. I mean, I, after like during games, I can't, I can't tweet. I just, I don't have the mental ability to do it <laughs> to keep up. If people actually want to have a conversation, I'm like, I want to watch the game. And then afterwards, with games like this, I kind of stay off social media because here comes the fire, Zach Taylor. Here comes the week the play call. Here, I was like, oh my god, just. We lost. It happens. You're not going to win every – and I said that. We're not going to win every game. You know, we're not. We're going to lose a game that we shouldn't freaking lose. We just did. You know, it's what you do the next week, you know, and, and what, what you do the week after that. You just – How do you keep, respond? How do you respond? You keep yep. moving forward. You keep doing the right things. You fix what you can fix, and you move forward. You don't keep going, well, it's this, and it's that guy. Okay, I messed up here. We fixed that. It's That's what they have to do. All right, Matt here says – would you like us to go after some someone before the deadline, such as the tight end Hayden Hurts from Atlanta as a good rotational piece? Sure. I mean, I, that would be fine. I mean, I love CJ Zama. I mean, I, I'm for anything that will make the team better. I don't know if they're going to because I know the Bengals have a lot of cap room, but it's what do you trade for them, you know? I mean, the Bengals are only going to trade like a six-round pick, if that. I mean, some people said Darius Phillips. Some people said Alton Tate. I don't know if they're going to trade any of them or not. We'll, we'll see. I mean, Zach, so they asked Zach Taylor about it on his press conference, and he was more focused on Cleveland than he was, you know, that. He goes, that's not my job. That's the scouting department. He said they got something for us, then they'll take, they'll, you know, they'll take care of it. So, Yep, absolutely. I uh, see so Dustin here. You blink now on the Steelers line. I actually played fairly well with the rookies and no names. It's all about progression. This is the time of year the cream rises to the top. Yeah. I mean, and that's and why, again, I mean, I, I think our offensive line has gotten better. Yes. Yesterday was a bad day. It was a bad day for everybody. I think. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I saw somebody. Oh, Andrew, Andrew Seiler, reference that uh, through the flag should be disciplined. It's insane. Hold them accountable. I absolutely agree. Trip Sutter. Yep. Uh, people have said that, you know, we are winless when he is officiating and the Jets are undefeated. Really? Uh, hmm. It's, it's interesting because he, uh, he went to the University of Nebraska, Lincoln, and uh, lives in Elkhorn Township. Uh, he's actually a, a drug sales rep. Ah, I, I haven't, uh, oh dude, I'm digging. Now I see I that. Want, <laughs> I, I, I want to find a connection. You're down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I want to find a connection because he, he slipped up somewhere. He said something he shouldn't have and, and I'm hoping to find it, but, uh, he's <laughs> making, is great, on the case. He's making great money. He doesn't care. That that was an absolutely horrible call. Oh, you know what? Let's let's. I, I've said the story before. I hope new people are listening. Throw out some stuff in the comments. But Jess and I would go to Chalk Talk. Uh, it was a Marvin Lewis Foundation would have a, a night where you got to sit in the the uh, film room uh, at PBS, and we just talked film with uh, Marvin Lewis. Right. I learned. More than, like, I, I get it. There, there are some great people who coach high school football. There, there are people who have been assist assistants with college teams and blah, blah, blah. We've got a lot of great 
uh, film analysis in the, in the Bengals space, it is different to hear from an NFL coach because things are different. I was shocked to hear what was different in the NFL. It really does change when you get to the NFL. Some of the concepts, you blah, 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 same, fine. But there are little quirks. And we go over the practice film, which to me blew my mind. Right. Because you, you, you see what you see on game film. And it looks like it's a bad throw or it looks like so-and-so missed a block. And then you see the practice film repeated 10 different times the same play. And the, the player did it the same time in practice, how it was supposed to be done over and over and over and mess it up in the game. And here you're thinking it's this dude. Uh-uh, it was that dude that right. messed it up. Because you got to see the practice film. Right. And then you, you ask – we asked Marvin, it's like, well, what do they say? Like, well, some most of the time they just screwed up. Like, I forgot, coach. It's like, <laughs> that's not good enough. Right. But, you know, that's what he dealt with. One of the times we were there and there were, uh, there's a drunk lady. I, I hate her. I hate her to this day. <laughs> she was bad mouthing the team. Right. At a Bengals, <laughs> I, I was shocked. At, at and, a Bengals thing? Yeah, so she is complaining about basically the thugs on the team. And Marvin Lewis's wife, Peggy, stood up. Mm. I thought she was going to go after her. <laughs> and, dude, the monologue she went on, we, we all applauded. I, I, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. She went after this woman. Basically, you have no idea what you're talking about. You know, things that happened so long ago, that is part of the problem. The media, blah, blah, blah. But she went on a tirade about perfect. Mm. And she said, you don't understand. They have it out for that man. The mm -hmm. league office has it out for that man. They will call anything they can against Vontez Perfect. And she says, I have seen the letters from the league apologizing for getting this wrong. She started naming flags <laughs> and, and games. Got that wrong. Got that wrong. Got that wrong. She said, but you know what? It doesn't change the score. It doesn't change the loss. So they get to manipulate things. They get to hurt this man's career. They get to watch the Bengals lose games, and all they have to do is write an apology. That's it. There is zero accountability. There is there's nothing. There are no fines. There there's no there's no accountability for them. There's no. There's not, there's, oh oh. There's they that. might get pulled from doing the Super Bowl, dude. I have talked to NFL referees in my previous career. They don't care. They do a little. But there are so many of them, an attorney making 600 grand a year, making 100, 150 on top of that as an uh, NFL official. He, he wants to be in uh, Aruba in January anyway. He doesn't care. Right, right. Yeah, she, she, now, well, that's uh, where I'm like, that, that's where I'm like, I, I think they should, they should start over and like, not, not the rest we have. Like, yeah, not the rest we have that, but start over and have full time refs that, they're not making a whole bunch of money doing something else. This is their freaking job, you know, and 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 they don't have biases or whatever, and they don't have other agendas. Their agenda is to call it right down the middle. That's and they get graded on how they do, you know. And if you're not doing good enough, then you're out, you know. That, that's you know that's what they need to do. Like like Trip Sutter should never touch a Bengals game for the rest of his horrible career, ever ever again. Exactly. All right, man. It's about six thirty. I think we're gonna roll on out of here. I want to eat some dinner and uh, we'll get ready to watch some Mon Monday night football. Any final thoughts before I let you go, Cap? Hey, we're we're all in this together. You know, we got a big game Sunday. If you can go to the game, if you're already going to the game, make sure you get loud. Don't give up. No matter what happens, get loud all the way to that final whistle. I promise, good things will happen. Who day? Exactly. Who day? All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. Like he said, uh, if you have not gotten tickets yet, get tickets, get down there, because I know uh, there are some Browns fans that are going to be there. So uh, 
we need to drown them out as best we can. And it is an absolute blast going down there and watching my Bengals and rooting all my Bengals. So let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. I appreciate every single one of them. They are Hootie Nation, Hootie Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Bearcat Country, Cincinnati Reds, Riding Third, Heading for Home, the Ohio State Bucknuts. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice I'm on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopal. TikTok is at Iceman90. I will be pulling off the sound later on tonight and putting it up on the podcast. So if you missed any of it and you cannot sit here and watch it for an hour, or if you want to listen to it again, you know, while you're working out, at work, driving around the car, whatever, check it out. It's on BeanPod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Google, Stitcher Play, and pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review. Leave a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. You guys have been doing awesome downloading it and listening to it. My podcast numbers are going up and up and up. My YouTube channel is going up and up and up. I'm at 1,413 subscribers. Again, that is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys that have voted for you guys. I won't be able to do this because nobody's watching or listening. There's no reason to do it. Help me out, though. Try to get the 2,000 subscribers on YouTube by the time. Super Bowl rolls around when the when the Bengals are in the Super Bowl in 20, well, it'll be 2022 Super Bowl, but this year. I'm still saying that. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I'm a Bengals fan, live or die, baby. I had this going 11 and, 11 and 6. I'm still right. <laughs> I have shout out to Lisa the Rob and Royal Flush Terry and my boy uh Kieran for coming out to scoreboard. Maddie Myers is there too. I had an absolute blast. Uh, we might do that again uh the next road game. I will keep you guys posted. Um, so if you guys are going to the game this Sunday, come find me. I'll be down uh, at the three different tailgates. I'll either be at the Jackpot Joey tailgate or I'll be down at the Bengals Bob Squad or I'll be at Bengal Gyms. So one of those three, you can probably find me. If not, come check me out down at section 158. I'll be down there with Bengals Cap, Hubei, and Hude Baby. We're all down. We all go in there early. Flash is down there. Orange Arrow is down there. We try to get into the game early to cheer on our boys. But other than that, tomorrow I have an interview that I'm going to be recording with Mo Egger. So part of the show, maybe all the show will be the interview. See how long the interview goes tomorrow. Um, so a portion of the show will be recorded just to give you guys a heads up. But Mo Egger will be joining me. He's from 1530 Homer and 700 WLW. And he does some stuff on the athletic. And he does all kinds of stuff. So if you're from Cincinnati uh, and you follow any Cincinnati sports, you should know who Mo Egger is. And that's my boy. Jeremy, dime bag, these nuts, likes to say, remember one thing, and one thing only, and that is, especially this week, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? Let's go watch some Monday football, and that's your sports, baby. See ya! Let's go. Black and white.